and welcome to Follow Your Soul's Calling. Join me every Monday when I have many coaching sessions with business owners to help them get clear so that they can take inspired action and live a soul-fulfilled life. How's everyone today? Today we have Miss Mary Ann. Miss Mary Ann, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm the creator of Naturally Willa, which is currently a source of information to help people to heal the horse's mind, body, and soul naturally. So that is the main focus of my business, and I'm here to see what you can do to help me. Okay. Um, where where are you struggling the most? sometimes I get the feeling that people don't understand what it is that I'm trying to 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 achieve um I think sometimes I know what the big picture is so I know that I'm giving out this bit of information because it'll lead to x y and z but sometimes people see that and go huh that's not entirely connected to the core of what you're doing or sometimes it's just really really hard to get people to engage with what I'm actually doing I think sometimes that I'm going into such a small niche as other times the people in that niche aren't engaging either so I'm just a bit lost. Do you think that the niche that you're in that there's a big market for it? I think it's growing I think more and more people are returning to the old ways of doing things focusing on things naturally and connecting and rather than going down the veterinary drug route and finding the solution uh, the source of the problem and solving it before it becomes a big issue. Okay. Um, do you think, so you think that it's in your messaging that you're kind of disconnecting from your clients? I believe so, yes. I don't think there's that connect straight away. I think people have to come into my content and really look around and go, oh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So, but what are the, what are you doing to like draw them in so that they come in and look at it? So I'm very new to this whole marketing yourself thing. And it's something that I've, I've found very difficult because I'm not very open and showy about what I am or what I do. So for me, it's been a little bit of a hard slog to start posting every day on Facebook and start putting things on Instagram on a daily basis just to get people seeing me increasing that visibility. So I am working on that, but I'm not sure that I'm out there enough still okay um do you do any videos with you and horses my videos are about my horses but I don't think they see me in there with the horses a lot mostly I'm behind the camera so maybe that might be a little bit of an issue I don't know well my, well, my my thought is is that if people are having a hard time like connecting what you do if they see you with the horse and interacting on certain problems or certain things, maybe that will connect the dots for them. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. if, especially if people don't even know that it's a thing like holistic medicine or being like holistic with your animals, if they don't even know that's a thing mm. and they see you interact and they're going to be like, Oh, what is she doing? If they're horse lovers, they're going to stop. Oh, what is she doing with this horse? Yeah. And they're going to like be engaged in trying to figure out what it is you're doing. Mm. Um, the yeah, engage I, I didn't connect the two and I don't know why I didn't connect because I've got like images of the horses and videos of the horses and then video of me talking or when the horses are charging around, I'm doing a voiceover. So 
yeah I can see what you mean there is that little bit of a disconnect yeah because I think that if I like something and I see somebody talking about it I'm going to stop and see what they're talking about mm. and even if you went and like ordered a tripod on Amazon for like 15 20 and put it outside when you're out there or in the stables when you're talking to a horse or something like that just to mm. kind of what exactly do you do with them do you do like um so it's mostly focused on natural healing through various plants and having those available to them at all times so that they can almost self-medicate um, on what is called a paddock paradise track system so rather than being out in a, a square field and then bimbling about and doing whatever they want instead in my square field I've got a track that goes all the way around the outside that forces them to move constantly. So it mimics what they'd be like in the wild where they move miles each day. Uh -huh. So the movement helps their bodies to process what they've eaten and just generally be healthier in themselves. And they've also got these plants at various stations around that track system so that they can self-medicate if they've got an issue, like one of them's kicked out and got a, got a slight cut, then they can grab some chamomile and it'll reduce the pain so that I don't, don't have to worry about inflammation when they come in limping. So is this something that the horses, you give it to them and they kind of recognize right away or how do you get them to know that? So a horse is a bit technical. They've got um, a very big vomonasal organ in their nose, which we've lost as we've got more intelligent. So that organ tells them what their body needs and they smell it and go, oh, I need that because that will help me with whatever issue they've got. So you could do videos and talk about like having your horse out eating certain plants and what it does for them. Yeah. And even um, that track, that's a great idea to like go out and show your track, like do like a little thing that, that shows your track. And then you with one of the horses talking about it, even if you're like walking around the track with the horse. Yeah. Talking to them like this is why I have this track. This is what it's used for. And then. Mm -hmm one day talk about the different herbs like oh did you know that horses have this sense to to be able to smell an herb when they need it and we put these different herbs and what they do and why why you put them out there so that people can kind of connect because when people are going to come to you is they're going to want you to work one-on-one -on -one with them or like in a group setting so that they can have more of your expertise but telling people what you do is a good thing because it builds that trust of oh wow she really knows what she's doing maybe she can help me with my animal yeah okay how does that feel to you that makes a lot of sense I I felt as though I was doing those but I think there is that continued disconnect between me and the horses so I'm like this is garlic this is why it's so amazing uh -huh. and then later there might be a picture of them by which time you've probably lost the audience between me going this is amazing and the horse appearing yeah. and again there's no connect between me and horse in there yeah because you can like stand with the horse and be like oh this is so and so and she's gonna like or i don't know like even just talk about the horse and be like this is i'm giving them this because of this or mm -hmm. something like that so it kind of ties it in and not all of your videos have to be like that but if you do that it'll start they'll start seeing it. And it usually takes people like seven or eight times before they see something, before they make the connection. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna have to see you with the horses doing, doing this stuff, giving them the herbs or talking about the herbs or talking about how you can help them before it mm -hmm. kind of connects with them. So don't mm -hmm. get caught up in like, oh, I can only do one video on this. 
because yeah. sometimes people do that too. They'll get caught up in like, oh, I can only talk about this one time because everybody's seen it. But the reality of it is, is that people don't see everything that you post on your Facebook page and, or, or your Instagram unless they're stalking you, which is a good thing. We want people to do that. We want people to come in and, and consume all of our information, but at the yeah. same time, they're not like on a regular everyday basis, unless they're searching you out, they're not seeing it that constant. So don't be scared to talk about garlic in one post and one video or whatever. And then at the same time, talk about another herb and then go back the next day and talk about herb in a week from then and talk about the other stuff, you know? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I have had a few people <laughs> on the Facebook page going, Oh, why have you told us about this herb before? I was like, I did two months ago in a video. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I can see what you mean. They're, they're new to what I'm doing. So it's just a case of recycle, reuse in a different way. Right. And repetitive yeah. repetitiveness, too, because like I said, they people they have to see you like I think it's I think it's eight times. They have to see you like eight times before they make that connection of what it is that you're actually doing. OK. And if you're consistent in that, then it's going to be like, oh, we trust her because she is showing up consistently talking about this. Yeah. That makes sense as well. I like this talk for people who are consistent rather than swapping and changing about as well. Right. And <clears throat> as far as your message and like going so far out of it, maybe those though, like when you get so broad, maybe that loses people because they, they don't know a lot about it. So maybe when you work with somebody one-on-one -on -one or you have, you said, did you say you were working on a course? Yes, I am. Okay. So when you talk about that, maybe you can go in to that a little bit deeper, but right. when you talk to the general audience and are trying to inform them of what it is you do, keep it really simple until they're in your world. And then you can kind of go a little bit deeper. Okay. Does that, that make sense? sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Because if you, if you have a whole bunch of stuff out there, it might be confusing to them, but if you're talking about like something small and keep it always about that, then they're going to, they're going to think, oh, she, she works with horses. She I, home. I, I don't know what homeopathic stuff for horses. That's what keeps coming to my mind, but like, that's what they count. They would kind of associate with you. But then once they got into their work, your world and you were working with them on a group coaching, or if you did like a, a free masterclass or something like that, you could introduce this a little bit deeper and they'll have a better idea of what's going on because they've consumed more of your information. Mm -hmm. Does that make that sense? Makes, yeah, it definitely does. Cause then they're, they're in the involved and yeah. Yeah. And, and they're looking for the things that are outside too, mm. you know, then they might be thinking, um, oh, my horse is limping. How can I, how can I make him feel better? Yeah. You know, so that you can go a little bit deeper into what it is exactly um, they should be looking for, signs that they should be looking for. That's something that you could probably talk about a little bit too. I mean, I don't know how deep you go into it or how complex it is, but you can talk about more of the complexity of it inside of either one-on-one -on -one or a group thing too. I think in some of my older posts, they have been quite scientific in some of the things that the plants can do. And I do think that perhaps I'm losing people because I'm just so fascinated and I love what I'm doing. Uh -huh. that perhaps I'm just throwing too much information at people and I need to just tone it back or perhaps do it in smaller segments or something. Um, so do you consume, like if somebody's posting something and they have a scientific fact versus something like um, maybe did you know style? 
how do mm. you consume it better? I think the scientific stuff is can be quite a drag to read and you lose people part the way through. And I, I do sort of glaze over and go, right, that's it, next. And But uh, did you know? And so it's light and airy and lovely right. to read. Yeah. And you can do like a short little expert and that scientific fact that was so heavy, you can break that down in three or four parts and make it light and airy. Okay, that sounds really, really good. Because I know for myself, if it starts getting statistically stuff, I'm like, I don't even know what's going on right now. And a <laughs> lot of times, so you got to think about it too, when you were scrolling Facebook or Instagram, a lot of people are doing it mindlessly, mm. you know? And if it's not something that like jumps out to them and catches their attention, it's not going to be like, like the scientific fact, if I'm just mindlessly scrolling, I'm not stopping at a scientific thing. But if I see a, oh, did you know, or horses can smell whatever, you know, like if, if I've seen something like that, I'd be like, oh, that's a cool fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it would like register with me. But if I always seen little facts like that and they were coming from you, I would be like, oh, she always does all these cool facts about horses. And it would kind of connect me to you knowing that you deal with horses okay that that really really helps me because I think sometimes I'm just so excited as I said what, what about what I'm doing I'm just like people be involved and be as excited as I am and <laughs> get over the top <laughs> yeah and they might not they just might not know how to get into that you know when you do get excited about something then you do want to dig deeper into it but but you have to there's got to be a bridge between like, I don't even know what this is or that this is even available to over here where there's an excitement. Mm -hmm. So you have to be that bridge of these people over here that don't know what's going on to you over here that's so excited and you just want to like, look what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so think of it as that, like, how can I, how can I build that bridge today to get them over here to where I am? That visualization of a bridge actually is really, really helping. I'm going to remember that one. Yeah. Be the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> because, and then like you can do your masterclass and you can talk or, or you can do your coach, uh, your group coaching or one-on-one -on -one or whatever. And you can like really show that excitement because you've started building that and they're like, oh, okay, where's, is, where's is this bridge going? We want to see where this is going, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Um, are you only on, um, I, not only, are you on, you said you're on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, I'm on there as well. Okay. Um, where do you see most of your um, interaction? Facebook, which I, talking to other people in the horsey sphere, seems to be actually where most horsey people are because they're usually of an older generation or my sort of generation where it's all about Facebook whereas the new younger people are all about Instagram mm -hmm. so maybe that is why but I don't know if I'm marketing things slightly wrong on Instagram as well because I've never used it so it was a whole new thing for me to try and get my head around it and doing the Instagram lives and stuff like that it was just mind-blowing so do you get very much interaction at all on Instagram <laughs> not more than I don't go into double digits at all in any of the interactions on any of my posts. Okay. So how would it feel for you to um, 
like concentrate more on one platform on on Facebook? Like, do you feel yourself that it you it's draining to try to come up with more content for Instagram? Yes and no, because most of the stuff I do on Facebook, I click that button and it sends it on to Instagram as well. So oh, okay. in yeah. way, it's fairly easy. I don't really create anything separate on there at the moment. Okay. okay. Well, I just didn't, I just wanted to make sure like you weren't putting too much energy in it. And then it was like draining you like, oh my God, I have to come up with, because a lot of people do that. They feel like they have to be on all the platforms mm-hmm. and then they're trying to come up with the content for all of the platforms and it gets a little bit tricky and hard. So that's good that you, that you are doing that. Okay. Um, where do you have anything else that you feel like is kind of holding you back a little bit? I don't know if I should be thinking about podcasts myself. Um, cause I know that a couple of people who have been on my Facebook lives have watched it later and they said, Oh, I've been doing X, Y, and Z while I've been listening to you. Perhaps you should also be on something like Spotify where I can just listen to you while I'm on the run or something. Uh-huh. So I thought that was intriguing, but I don't know if going into yet another platform is going to help me or just hinder me at the moment. Um, I think it kind of depends on how you set it up and how it feels to you. Like mm-hmm. if it feels overwhelming to you, I definitely would not do it. But if it's something that you're like, this feels really good and I'm getting prompted to do this. So maybe I should, hmm. because okay. if you, if you feel that way and you start doing it and you don't like it, you can always stop. Like there's nothing saying, oh, I have to do this forever, you know, but if you're yeah. not feeling that pull to do it, I definitely wouldn't do it. It's something I've had on the back burner for a while. I've just never actually jumped into it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's telling me something because I've just been so focused on the YouTube and the Facebook. Yeah. So um, question for you. Um, have you been on other people's podcasts? Yes. And have, do you share that on your, do you talk about horses and then share it on your page? I've only, I've only been a guest on one of the podcasts before. Okay. Um, I don't really listen to many podcasts just because I'm usually out with the horses and I don't usually have Wi-Fi, so I can't. Uh huh. So maybe before you jump into something like that, you can try to be guests on other people's and just yeah. see how it feels. Okay. And if it feels like, okay, this is hard or this is something, maybe you get on and you're like, you know what? I love doing this. And then that that's your answer. You're like, yeah, I, I should definitely do something like that. Mm. What do you talk about on your YouTube? Is it basically the same thing that's on your lives? Yeah, exactly the same. Okay. Um, My live events are a lot more personal to what I'm doing or have experienced in that sort of situation, in a situation that is going on at the moment. Like my boy's got asthma, so I'm constantly dealing with that. So I talk about that. And it's a lot more immediate, whereas YouTube is things that I've had in the pipeline for a few months and it comes out, you know, out of season almost. Yeah. Okay, now... uh when you said that your boy's got asthma, you're talking about your kid, correct? Uh, horse. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I was like, maybe she's talking about her kid. Maybe she's not. Okay. Um, so that might be something that you could even recycle that information from your Facebook lives into hmm. your podcast. If you're interested in that. Yeah, that would make sense. Cause I've already spoken about it. So I already know what I'd say. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything too complex, but if people like hearing what you have to say, then you can just talk about the stuff that you have and, and they don't have to be long episodes either. Yeah, I think that's partly my own 
mentality around it because I feel as though it's got to be you know half an hour's worth of chatter and I don't usually have that in me <laughs> but you know there's there are podcasts that are like 15 and 20 minutes too like you don't have to do anything the the best part about entre being an entrepreneur is you can do it whatever makes you feel good yeah like a lot of times we get caught up and we're like oh this person does it this pay and this person does it this way and they're successful so that's the way I have to do it mm. but what makes you unique is you so 15 minutes might be what your what your clientele wants yeah so don't get caught up in like oh I have to do this and it has to be such a big production or so much bigger either yeah that sounds good how are you um finding people to interact with are you um putting stuff on your profile or do you have a group or a page and how are you getting people interested in that so I have a Facebook group um there's only about 25 people in there at the moment okay. so it's quite small and snug but huh? um I've also got the Facebook page, which is where most people tend to find me at the moment, especially after I wrote an article for the Barefoot Horse magazine. I've had a lot of interest from that, which is really awesome. great. Yeah, that's I was really so excited. Awesome. <laughs> um, so that's mostly where people find me. I'm finding that the more videos I'm putting up onto YouTube, the more people are slowly trickling from there, but it's not a great number. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and this is a thing too that we need to think about is that when you post stuff, it, it is for a long game. It's not something that you're going to like see people immediately. And mm -hmm. a lot of people that watch your stuff are not ever going to post. I mean, they're not ever going to comment and they're not ever going to like it, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they're not getting value out of it. Because I see, I talk to people all the time and they're like, oh my God, I love your videos. I love when you talk about this and this and this. And I'm like, I didn't even know we were friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I know them, but I didn't even know that they were friends because they're not commenting. I don't see their stuff. They don't, I don't think that they see mine, but meanwhile, they're watching everything. So just because you don't see the views that you want, if it feels good to you, then you're on the right path. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I'm having to remind myself of. I'm having a great time and I'm putting out stuff there that I wish I knew five years ago or mm -hmm. was able to find five years ago. So it makes me happy. But as you say, there's, I keep getting people who are sort of on the periphery of what I do and they're like oh my god I saw your live and like, I really enjoyed it I was like well why didn't you comment I never knew you were there and, <laughs> you know, yeah. interact with me let me know what you're enjoying it and then perhaps I can give you more of what you enjoy oh maybe I will next time and they never do <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's how that that's how they do but and and I think about that with myself too like I'll see stuff and I'm like oh man that's really cool and sometimes I don't like it or love it or comment either but it yeah. meant something to me and I got something out of it too so mm. we have to think about it that way as well yeah yeah all right well do you have anything else that's coming up that you like to talk about I don't think so I think that we've mowed through all the things that I was uh, having issues with um what is your biggest takeaway that I need to show that I have horses and we interact rather than just here's a horse, here's me. Okay. And and for me, the biggest thing is like building that bridge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Building that bridge so that people can connect with what I'm doing so that I can then get them as enthusiastic about what I'm doing as well. Yeah. And people that are horse enthusiasts or horse enthusiasts, they get really excited about stuff like that. So yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marianne, for coming on today. Well, thank you for allowing me to be here. It's been absolutely great. Awesome. Well, you guys have an amazing day and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love this episode, subscribe to get updates when episodes are released. And if you want to hang out more, come join us in my Facebook group, Soul Intentions. See you there.